0: Welcome to Real-Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate.
1: Hello, this is Charlie Hinderleiter, Director of Government Affairs with St. Louis Realtors, and today we're talking to Nadia Evangelou, Senior Economist and Director of Forecasting with the National Association of Realtors. Nadia, thank you for joining us today.
0: Hi, Charlie. Thank you for having me here today and giving me the opportunity to discuss about homeownership and real estate market.
1: Well, you and your colleagues at NAR have done some fantastic research that really showcases how homeownership is important and some of the benefits that it has both to society and to individuals. So can you tell us a little bit about your research? Why does homeownership matter and maybe even especially how it matters in a pandemic?
0: Sure. So after a year full of challenges and changes, like 2021 seems to be a transition year back to our adjusted normalcy. And I'm referring to an adjusting normalcy because while no one can say how long the pandemic will last, there is no doubt that some of the trends that arose or accelerated last year will remain even after the end of the pandemic. However, this transition, we expect to impact sectors and areas in different ways. So there is no doubt that the housing market has been one of the show stealers during the pandemic. While most sectors are still recovering from the pandemic, and particularly the COVID-19 shutdown orders, uh, the housing market is the bright spot in the economy. Uh, and the question that we hear like um, very often uh, is, can housing help the economy to recover faster? And if yes, how? That's Let's talk now about uh, the social and economic benefits of homeownership and explain a little bit later uh, about how our economy can benefit by uh, the housing market. So let's start first with uh, the social benefits of homeownership. Uh, Research has consistently shown the long-term social benefits to individual homeowners and communities. But before mentioning these social benefits, I think we should um, first answer the question, uh, how can homeownership bring substantial social benefits for families, communities, and the country as a whole? And the answer to this question is through its strong correlation with stable housing. Specifically, homeownership and stable housing go hand in hand. Uh, homeowners typically remain in their homes for a much longer time period than renter households. And this residential stability provides a wide range of benefits, not only to the homeowner, but also for the broader uh, community. As the data shows, the median duration like that householders lived in their home was 10 years for homeowners compared to only two years for renters. Uh, in the meantime, consistent findings show that home ownership does make a significant impact on children's development education. Children of homeowners and students uh, attending schools in areas with large concentrations of homeowners benefit from the community in multiple ways. Like, first, children of homeowners are less likely to move as frequently as children uh, of renters. This also means that children do not change schools as frequently, providing more stability in the educational environment. Uh, Research has shown that children of homeowners were significantly less likely to drop out of school. Uh, In several other studies, they also found that a higher quality of life among homeowners Contributes to the well-being of both homeowners and their children. For example, uh, young children of homeowners tend to have higher levels of achievement in math and reading, and fewer behavioral problems because of the good quality of life. Life. Um, finally, more recently, researchers found that the act of saving for down payment makes children of homeowners less likely to drop out of school. Um, Furthermore, uh, we also see that homeowners and children of homeowners are generally happier and healthier than non-owners. This happens because homeowners' mental and physical health is positively affected by first the wealth-building effect of homeownership and the sense of control that they have through housing stability. Um, Finally, uh, research on crime and home ownership uh, shows that there is a lower crime rate among homeowners and people living in a stable housing environment. Stable housing environment and stable neighborhood likely reduce crime since it is easier to recognize someone who commits a crime in a stable neighborhood with extensive social ties. Um, But let's go now and take a look at the economic benefits of homeownership on both uh, the economy and the individual households. Uh, Let's start with the impact of homeownership on the economy. Um, According to the latest data, uh, the housing sector accounted for nearly 18 percent of the GDP in 2019. Since homeowners spend about 10 years in their homes, This also means that Americans do not view ownership as one and done, like they want to constantly improve. Uh, So homeowners after 10 years, typically sell their starter home and trade up. Thus homeowners do buy multiple homes over the lifetime. And this process contributes to economic growth and job creation, but how? Specifically with each home sale, their expenditures uh, related to loan care, home remodeling, new furniture, morga, mortgage origination, moving and building new homes. Uh, it is true that a part of these earned incomes get spent in the local economy in the form of eating at restaurants or like buying a car. We estimated that the total impact of the home sale was about like 90,000 in 2019 nationwide. And specifically in Missouri, every home sale generates nearly 60,000 income in the local economy. Um, Moreover, uh, sustainable home ownership contributes to wealth accumulation for homeowners. Specifically based on the latest data, a typical homeowner's net worth was about 255,000, while that of a renter was only 6,300 as of 2019. That being said, the net worth of a typical homeowner is 40 times the net worth of a renter so these are some of the social and the economic benefits for uh, for homeownership and can show how important it is for uh, for for the economy especially during uh, the pandemic
1: so those are some fantastic Social and economic benefits, um, it's educational attainment, it's health benefits, it's crime reduction, uh, where it's helping both the individual as well as the community. And as a a professional political nerd myself, the increase in civic participation is something that I get excited about. I've been involved in civic education for more than 20 years as a professional, as a volunteer at the local, state and, and national levels. And getting people to be involved civically, getting people to be involved in their government because democracy, it's government by not just the majority, but the majority of people that show up is something that I have a passion about, um, professionally and personally. And that's why I love what I do with the realtors because it's helping our members get engaged and to be able to advocate for themselves, for their clients and for their communities. And that link to home ownership, I just think makes it so much more impactful that they're helping their clients, uh, be able to live better lives and to be able to be more engaged in their community. Uh, So those are just some fantastic uh, bits of information you've been able to share with us. So based on what you just said, how can the housing market help the economy recover from COVID shutdowns? And if so, how does that happen?
0: Sure, Uh, the answer is yes. And this is simply because of the strong negative correlation between interest rates and home buying activity. Specifically, recessions lead to a decline in interest rates, that consequently lowers borrowing costs for both home buyers and builders. As a result, home buying becomes more attractive and spurs home building and the many related durable consumer goods, like industries that drive GDP growth. And we can see that with the latest, like report that uh, residential investment um, rose about like 33%. It was one of the highest um, increases that we saw for the GDP latest uh, release.
1: What are the housing trends that you're seeing that are coming over time? And specifically, what are some of the trends that you're seeing here in the St. Louis market?
0: Sure. uh, Let's take a look back to see how homeowners were trending. So we actually see modest gains during 1960s 1970s and 1980s however during the early the early 90s the home ownership rate started rising significantly as mortgage rates steadily declined um, actually in 1980s we had the the highest level of mortgage rates so actually uh, the home ownership rate uh, in the 90s um, in the US reached its peak uh, in 2004, like surpassing 69%. Uh, however, home ownership fell uh, in the wake of the foreclosure crisis and Great Recession. Um, specifically, after falling like for 12 consecutive years, home ownership rate reached the lowest level in more than 50 years at 63.4%. Uh, then we see that it gradually uh, has increased in the last years. Uh, but as you can see, it's still below the historical average, like near 64%. Uh, we should have in mind, Prima, that the fall in the home ownership rate is not a choice of consumers. Uh, to my knowledge, like uh, based on our consumer survey, the majority of people about uh, the majority of people about like seventy percent of them believe that home ownership is part of their American dream. But let's focus now on the home ownership trends here, in, like in the area in, uh, in the area in Missouri and particularly in this, uh, in St. Louis. Uh, first of all, people in the area are more likely to own a home compared to nationwide. Specifically, uh, the home ownership rate in Missouri was 67%, well above the national level of 64% in 2019. And in St. Louis, home ownership rate was even higher at 687 like almost like 69% in 2019. In the meantime, when we compare the home ownership rate in 2019 with that of five years earlier, We see that people are more likely to be owners now than in 2014. Uh, Although the homeownership rate rose only by 0.5%, however, this translates to nearly 33,000 more people who became homeowners in the last five years. We expect homeownership rate to rise even further in the area. As the data shows, people opt to move to smaller cities during the pandemic where they can find larger and less expensive homes. For instance, like in uh, Jefferson County, uh, was one of the counties with significant migration gains uh, uh, during the pandemic. Uh, According to our analysis on uh, United States Postal Service data, USPS data, We found out that Jefferson County had nearly three times more people moving in the county compared to those who moved out. Uh, I would like to mention that that's not a new trend, but teleworking accelerated this trend of people moving to suburbs and smaller cities. Actually, teleworking seems to reshape where people live, and we expect teleworking to stay even longer after the pandemic. Uh, In the meantime, the economy is recovering faster in St. Louis uh, compared to most of the the areas across the country. First of all, uh, more than 70% of the jobs that were lost during the pandemic have already been recovered in St. Louis. Um, as a result, unemployment rate like is lower than nationwide at 5.9% compared to 6.5%. That was uh, the national uh, unemployment rate in December. Um, meanwhile, housing in St. Louis is more affordable than uh, most of the um, other like large metro areas. Uh, for example, households earning about 100000 can afford to buy more than 80% of the homes currently listed for sale, compared to 63% nationwide. Uh, Respectively, uh, households earning about 75000 can afford to buy nearly 70% of homes that are available for sale, compared to less than 50% nationwide. And with uh, mortgage rates hovering into record lows, expect housing demand to remain very strong in 2021 and more people to become to be able to become homeowners however as a final remark i would like to mention that we need to build more homes in order to keep demands strong if there are not enough available homes in the market this could also like hurt eventually housing demand even if people want to buy homes so we need to keep uh, Construction um, up, like to, to
1: build more homes. Nadia, those are some fantastic statistics about St. Louis. In fact, uh, when economic developers from St. Louis go across the country trying to recruit uh, jobs and talent to St. Louis, the accessibility of home ownership is something they regularly tout because we know that a strength of, of St. Louis is that affordable cost of living and especially around housing. And that is some fantastic news about what's been happening in St. Louis and what the outlook is uh, for the post-COVID real estate market. It sounds like homeownership leads to better individual and social outcomes. And you've done a fantastic job of laying out kind of how that happens. It looks like the real estate market will be critical in helping to drive the economic recovery uh, of the region post-COVID. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Danielle Finley, and this is Realtor Party Talk, a brief segment with members like you discussing advocacy issues and the importance of the Realtor Political Action Committee, or RPAC. Joining me today is Terry Gannon from Remax Results. Terry, my question for you is, why is advocacy important to you? Oh my gosh, like where would I even start? Okay, well, for a long time, I was not involved with Advocacy or anything. And I had a little issue in my neighborhood about signage. And I went to the real estate board, and the rest is history. You know, they helped give me information. I took the city to court. I won. And then I was hooked. I'm like, advocacy. I'm, you know, this is where things get done for home ownership in this committee and in this organization. I mean they advocate for home owners and home ownership and that's what realtors are all about. I think that's what communities are all about. It's how you build wealth in your community, you know, make them stable and everything else. So that's what I'm about and that's why I love advocacy. <laughs> Thanks Terry for sharing. Thank you for listening to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors. Join us next time for more on real estate news, trends, and industry insights. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. St. Louis Realtors, your voice
1: for real estate.